Music from polyhedric recording artist Nicola Rati. Polyhedric. In case you're wondering what polyhedric is, and I was, uh, to be polyhedric is to be multi sided, multi dimensional is the individual who is polyhedric. Now I gotta figure you like me, are probably polyhedric. But uh, similarly, you probably do not walk around. And when people say, well, what kind of person are you? Well, I'm polyhedric. But I guess people don't really ever ask you what kind of person you are. Like as human beings, we want to divine what it is you are. If you tell us what it is you are, there's a distinct possibility that what we're getting is not what you actually are, but what you really want to be. Like I've always imagined myself as being really wild and loose and free and able to ignore the opinions of others and only care about my own interests but none of those things are really true of who I actually am. Those are representations of who I want to be. But I am something else because all I have to do is really look at the way I live my life to know that that is not actually who I am. Like I spent a good part of the day today on my knees pulling weeds. Now I don't care about weeds. I don't care about lawns. I don't care about any of that. But I live in a neighborhood with a bunch of nice people and everybody does this. 
so I do it too. So I'm not nearly as wild and free and loose as I really want to be. And yet maybe, maybe I'm still polyhedric. You know, on the on the topic of polyhedrism, I, I like I was thinking about art, like Nicola Ratti has the right to think of himself in a very serious nature. Like when I look online and I see what kind of art that he does, he does a lot of sound installations. He's serious about his work. I feel like all of us have the right to take our work, whatever our work may be, seriously. But similarly, for me, I feel like I've also got to be able to laugh at what I do. I got to be amused by me because most of what I do is ridiculous. It seems really important to me. I'd be on a shadow of a doubt. Like I <laughs> I imagine explaining to people the things that I do and I imagine them being amazed. Uh, but that is not, you know, typically the case. I try to keep that off of the radio show. Because even though, uh, while the audience may be small, it is a relatively captive audience, I don't want to do that to you. Because even when I explain my processes to myself, even I become bored. So I guess the shortcut to that is just to call yourself polyhedric. I am multidimensional. I am the host of The Outer Limits of the Outer Limits of Musical Expression, a show called In My Room Radio. Thank you for being here for it. Before that music from Valentina Magalete from a, a queer anthology of drums and the unity of the mind, and we began with music by Mike Watt and the second Missing Men, a song called We Got Soul. I got soul. You got soul. We all got soul, man. We is polyhedric, yo. Yes, how you doing? My name is Mike. This is my show, In My Room Radio. It is a convention of the unconventional polyhedric in the extreme. And I thank you for coming back and joining me here. So, cats and kittens, boys and girls, non-binary human beings, thanks for coming back and joining me here, because as of right now, you are in my room.
Yes, documenting her existence on planet Earth. That is music from Mari Maurice, also known as More Ease, off the oniric release in a song called The Neighborhood. I gotta look that up. I love looking up words. I find language to be very interesting, like polyhedric. And I don't know what the word oniric means. Uh, it says in the Oxford Dictionary that it is relating to dreams or dreaming. I love dreaming, man. I have the most vivid dream life. Now, maybe because I take um, melatonin, and they say melatonin will often inspire wild dreams. But I feel like I've always had a really, really expansive, cartoonish uh, dream life. I, I love when I wake up at 3 in the morning and I've got all these weird visions in my head. I, I'm, I typically don't have nightmares or even really upsetting dreams. Occasionally a dream about work, and work, I mean, you know, you gotta work. But the dreams are not always pleasant. But more often than not, I just have, like, these little social scenarios that play themselves out in dreams, and they're fascinating. You know, it's worth noting, I never thought about it before, but in, in my dreams... I am never anxious uh, socially. In reality, I am. But in dreams, I am as loose as a goose. The guy that I wish that I was, I am in my dreams. So maybe dreams are really uh, like wish fulfillment. But if they are, I feel like my dreams should be even more amazing because there's a lot that I wish for. But anyway, I love dreaming. I love the oneric life. More ease. Uh, before that, a bunch of nice boys. They call themselves reverse death. From stretching to infinity, we heard temporary ground. We heard a group that is not at all related to hip-hop or anything like the 80s or any of that, but they call themselves Wild Style Crew. Seems like if your name is Wild Style Crew that you ought to be doing some, I don't know, like you should not sound like that group sounds. But I guess that's the goof of it. I suppose the idea is that it is silly to be Wild Style Crew if you're not at all wild and not at all, you know, from that culture. That's the way it comes off to me. There's a song called Intro off the Muscut 10 release. Lifted before that. And a song called Black Pepper. Lifted considers themselves to be sort of an expansive jazz unit. I am not denying that they are either either expansive or jazz but I I like what they do and I don't all, always uh, like anything where someone considers themselves jazz you know I, I, I go for the polyhedric approach 
but I guess they do too because I don't know. That don't sound like jazz to me. That is lifted. Uan, uh, duh. Uan. I had to look that up too, because that's a neat word. U O N. Uan. And there's a lot of Uan stuff, like the University of Nairobi, the University of Nottingham, and University of Northampton. Uh, it's it's an acronym for urgent operational need and I, I, there's a bunch of them there's a bunch of things that uan might mean but like <laughs> there's an abbreviations website it says what does uan mean and like uh there's a place in laos that the uh, acronym for their name is UAN, a units of numeraire, numeraire, uh, the University of Nursing, update on navigate. So what is the intention of UAN, duh? I don't know. We heard a song called Under, and Nico Lyanko. And a song called Jazz Tape. I was talking over that in the previous break. I don't know if you can hear, even like hear what I'm talking over because of my big mouth. Like right now I'm talking over music by Will Greason off the Analypsis release. This is called The Last Tram. And it is also the last song of hour number one of In My Room. So I, I will leave you to it. Um, this is Will Greason. I will be back with more in my room radio momentarily. Stick around.
Yeah, that is music from Robert Musi. Not Robert. I'm sorry. Roberto Musi. Uh, it says on his uh, profile on the internet, I was born in Milan, Italy, and I studied alto sax and guitar. From 1974 to 1985, I traveled around the world uh, for studying African, Indian, and Near East and Far East music. I recorded music on field. He puts that parenthetically. Um, no, excuse me. He put that, puts that in quotations. And I have studied and collected ethnic musical instruments by all parts of the world. That is in his own words. I feel like a guy like that, I was talking about recently on one of the shows about generational wealth. Roberto Musi, it seems likely, is probably uh, the beneficiary of generational wealth. Because how do you do that? Like, as soon as I got out of school, or even before I got out of school, I got a job. And the idea of even leaving uh, the general area that I lived in, which was the Mid-Atlantic, was outrageous. I couldn't afford to fly anywhere. I couldn't afford to take off work. I had rent to pay. Uh, you know, boys got to eat. But uh, Roberto Musi managed to travel to Africa and India and the Near East and the Far East. And I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. More power to you, Roberto. I'm, I benefit from uh, the fact that Roberto had the ability to travel in this way and garner this knowledge and, and recreate it and repurpose it and bring it to me as music that I could love and cherish. Thank you, Roberto. And I guess thank you to his mom and dad or his grandparents or whoever he got a, um, a grant from. There's a lot of grants out there. I never really understood that. A buddy of mine was talking about his business and he went through this sort of a blank period. And I was like, how'd you get through that? And he's like, oh, I just uh, put in for a grant with the state because the state puts aside millions of dollars to help out small businesses so they'll just give you a grant you tell them why and if it is valid they throw money at you i was like really i didn't know about that nobody told me about the grants but i would feel weird about it anyway i don't know why you know i it's a weird thing. I grew up without a lot. My dad was a sergeant in the Air Force, and we always had enough, but we only just had enough. We weren't a family with money. There was not a college fund or anything like that. And I have a weird sort of a snootiness about people that have money. It is not one of my better uh, qualities, like the fact that I would bring up that Roberto Musi is the beneficiary of, of generational wealth, well, there's obviously a little bit of resentment in there. And so I'm talking about it in public. I, I need to wash this out of me. This is not a part of me that I am benefiting from. I benefit from people that grew up with, with uh, parents and grandparents and and other relatives and grants and all that stuff. I, I, I vote for things like that. 
I want people to be able to get grants. I want people to create art. I want people to have time to think. Like life is such a race against time. And then suddenly you're dead. So the people that have the talent and the wherewithal to pursue their vision, I want them to be able to do that. But clearly, I got issues. So Roberto, more power to you. Love you, baby. Uh, before that, woo off. It's cozy inside. And a song called Upside Down. And Dieter Mobius and Connie Plank. Connie Plank, the producer and engineer of choice for the Kosmisch music of Germany and then later the uh, experimental music of people like uh, Brian Eno and Cluster and Harmonia and occasionally a performer. I love what that guy does. That guy famously, like, uh, they brought U2 to him as a potential project and he heard Bono sing for five minutes and he said, no thanks. That is not for me. That is not where I'm going. That fella takes himself entirely too seriously. Connie Plank was able to recognize that there is inherent comedy in everything. There is a playfulness to his music that I find really wonderful. Uh, that is off the Rasta Crowd Pasta release and a song called Feed back 66. This music that we're soaking in right now is the music of Callie Malone off Does Spring Hide Its Joy along with Stephen O'Malley on uh, this particular release. I tell you, uh, spring does not hide its weeds. That's all I'm saying. This is uh, version 1.2. If you listen to Does uh, Spring Hide Its Joy, you will find uh, there are many versions of that tune on that release. So please enjoy.
earth is pregnant for the third time, for y'all have knocked her up. I've tasted the maggots in the mind of the universe. I was not offended, for I knew I had to rise above it all, or drown in my own shit.
Oh man, oh man, Keith Levine, such a uh, talented dude. The music that he made with Public Image Limited, for me, is like a guidepost in life. I love, I love the things that he did, but outside of Public Image Limited, he did very little. This is off of his one uh, solo release that I'm aware of called Violent Opposition. Uh, he also did some music with Ja Wobble uh, late in his life. They got together and they did uh, Metal Box in dub. They were touring around England playing clubs, playing dub instrumental versions of the songs off of Metal Box. But then I don't know, Ja Wobble said something about Keith Levine that Keith Levine didn't appreciate. So, I, I, yeah, they broke up. Before they were able to finish the job, they did they did a LP, they did an EP, but they never recorded the metal box and dub. Keith Levine died, and then Ja Wobble did it on his own during the pandemic. Like, he played all the instruments, and it's not very good. The bass playing's good. It could have been good if Keith Levine was there. Keith Levine was not there, so the release that came out of it is fine. But it's not that good. So Keith Levine, Violent Opposition. We heard a song called 2011. Before that, General Strike, which is Steve Beresford and David Toop off the Danger in Paradise release and Snowdrops Mike Watt I love I love me some Mike Watt along with Jay Maskus and Bernie Worrell the absolutely positively perfect Bernie Worrell and their version of Funkadelic's Maggot Brain and we began that set of music off with music from Callie Malone. Does spring hide its joy? I don't know. I don't know. So listen, people of Earth, thank you for being here for another episode of In My Room Radio. I gotta go. If you'd like to listen to it again in its entirety, it's inmyroom.podbean.com. If you'd like to drop me an email, it is inmyroomradio at gmail.com. So... I would just like to say that I love you guys. And I'll see you next time with more in my room. But until then, bye.